The next four Mishnayas discuss the Malacha of Kaysev, of writing, or as the Malacha is defined in Perek Zayin, HaKaysev Shteisiais, one who writes two letters. And the reason why the Malacha is defined by writing two letters is because in the Mishkan, on each of the beams which made up the wall of the Mishkan, they would write one letter in order to know where the beams were placed, so that when they dismantled the Mishkan and then rebuilt it elsewhere, they would be able to rebuild the beams in exactly the same locations as they had been built the first time. So really there was one letter on each beam, and this was only useful with another beam, to know that this beam goes next to the next beam along. So there would be one letter, and then the second letter, those two together make up a significant writing, at least in the Mishkan, and therefore on Shabbos one is only obligated and liable for writing if he writes at least two letters. Another reason why it has to be two letters is just because that's considered a significant writing, whereas if there's only one letter, it is not considered a significant act of writing. Says the Mishnah, when he writes two letters, whether he does so with his right hand or with his left hand, and the Gemara explains we're discussing specifically an ambidextrous person. That means somebody who can write easily with both his right hand and his left hand. But for a regular person who is, let's say, right-handed, if he were to write with his left hand, he wouldn't be obligated, since this is not considered to be a regular way of writing. Continues the Mishnah, whether it is two of the same letters, or whether it's two different letters, or whether it's two different kinds of ink. Nevertheless, if you write two letters, they still combine to make you chayev. Bechol in whatever language you write it, it's still considered significant. In all these cases, chayev, you would be chayev. Omar b'yaisi. Said b'yaisi, and your b'yaisi is going to be more strict than the Tanakama. They only said one is chayev for writing two letters because of the mark which is made by them. Because that's what they would write on the boards of the Mishkan. Leda Eze ben to know which board was its pair, meaning to know which board goes next to which board. And Rabbi Yossi is saying is that the writing in the Mishkan and the purpose that it served was nothing to do with the letters itself and what word it spelt. Rather, it was just a way to mark it so that you would know where to place it the next time you build the Mishkan. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yossi, even if somebody makes two random marks, which don't really mean anything to many people, it's not a letter or a number or a symbol which is generally used. Nevertheless, you would still be chayev because the malacha is not specific to writing letters specifically. It's any mark which you find useful, where you want the mark. So even if you do two random marks which are not actually letters, you will still be chayev. Now we have a third opinion, Omar Rebbe. Rebbe said, Rebbe refers to Rebbe Yehuda Hanasi. We find a smaller, shorter name, which is part of a larger, longer name. For example, continues Rebbe, Shem Mishimon Shmuel. The name Shem is the beginning two letters of Shimon and Shmuel. The first two letters are Shin and Mem, and that itself spells a word, a name. Noyach Minachar. Noyach is the first two letters of a different name, Nachar. Don Midoniel. Don is the beginning of Doniel. God Migadiel. God are the first two letters of Gadiel. And so if somebody intends to, let's say, write the word Shimon, and he doesn't realize it's forbidden, or he doesn't realize it's Shabbos, and he writes down a Shin and then a Mem, and then he remembers, Oyvei, it's Shabbos, and he stops. So although his intention from the beginning was only to write the name Shimon, at the end of the day he has written two letters, and these two letters do spell something significant, 
And he always needed to write these two letters in order to get to Shimon. So he did want these two letters. It's all very nice. He intended that it would be a longer name. But he wrote two letters, which he wanted. And those two letters spell a name. And therefore, in such a case, he would be Chayev. Mishnah Dalet. HaKesev Shteisis, one who writes two letters, Behelem Echad, in the same one period of being in a state of by mistake, of not realizing it's Shabbos, or not realizing that this is forbidden. Meaning, if he didn't remember at all during the time that he was writing those two letters, that what he is doing is forbidden, then of course, Chayev, he is Chayev, that's a regular case. We'll see a slightly different case towards the end of the Perek, but for now, continues the Mishnah, Kosav Bidiyoy, if somebody writes the two letters with regular black ink, basam, basikra, bakomos, time, these are all different types of dye, and the point is they are permanent. They don't fade away easily. Anything which makes a permanent mark, if you use that to write the two letters, that is considered a real writing, such that you would be chayev for doing so. Furthermore, shnekos is obvious, even if you write the two letters on two different walls, which meet at a corner. So the letters are next to each other, just not on the same wall. Or if it's on two pages, two boards of a sort of book. Meaning if you open a book and you have two different pages next to each other, and you write one letter on one page and the other letter next to it on the other page, so they are close by, such that they are read together as sort of one letter, as one word, then Chayev, he is Chayev because in all of these situations, he has written two letters next to each other, which is considered a significant act of writing for which one is Chayev on Shabbos. Next case, Akaisa al one who writes two letters on his skin, Chayev his Chayev, even though it is bound to fade later on, the actual writing material was permanent, and it's just there's another factor, another cause which causes it to fade away, but right now it is considered very permanent, and you're using the regular ink. Okay, next case, I'm a sorry Talbasare, one who scratches letters onto his skin, such that his blood forms the letters, Rubliezer says he is liable to a carbon chatos. Of course, if he did this not knowing he was doing an Avera. However, Abishua, Peter Abishua exempts him because it's not the regular way of writing. Mishnah, hey, we're now going to see a few cases where one would be exempt. Kosa Bemashkin, if somebody wrote with liquids, for example, he took some berries and he scraped those on a piece of paper, let's say. So if he writes two letters with that, with the juice which comes out of fruit, if he writes two letters in the dust of the road, let's say there's lots of dust somewhere, so he writes some letters in that dust with his finger, or if he does the same with the dust of scribes, this refers to the dust which would gather in the place where they kept their ink, it could get very dusty there, so if he wrote with his finger two letters, or if he writes two letters in any case where it will not last, Potter, he is exempt because something is only considered to have been written if it is there permanently. Alright, next few cases. If somebody writes in an unusual way, just like every other malacha, he will be exempt. For example, if he wrote it with the back of his hand, with his foot, with his mouth, with the inside of his elbow, all those are unusual ways to write, and therefore he will be exempt. If he wrote one letter next to a letter which was already written before Shabbos. So on the one hand, he is causing that there now be two letters written next to each other. On the other hand, all he did was write one letter. So since he did not really do the full malach on Shabbos, he will be exempt. If he wrote over a letter which was already written, let's say he wanted it to be more clear, 
Nevertheless, he's not really writing it, and therefore he will be exempt in that case as well. If he intended to write the letter Ches, and he wrote it in the script which the Torah is written in, and in the Torah, a Ches is really made up of two Zions, which are connected at the top between them. But if he didn't connect them, then it emerges that V'chosav Shnei he actually ended up writing two letters of a Zion. But since he didn't intend to do so, he is exempt because he only intended to write one letter. If he writes one letter on the ground and one letter on a beam on the ceiling, or Kosval Shnei if he wrote on two different walls of a house, but two opposite walls, so the two letters are not read together, or if he wrote two letters on two pages which are next to each other, in a book, but they aren't read together. For example, if one is towards the top of the page and one is towards the bottom of the next page, so they're not read together, and therefore he will be exempt in all of these cases, Potter, he will be exempt. Now the Mishnah ends off with a machlekes about if somebody writes one letter, as an abbreviation. So he wrote a letter and then a sort of apostrophe. So of course the intention behind writing this one letter is that it refers to a longer word. And because of that, Rabbi Yeshua ben Beseir Machayv, Rabbi Yeshua ben Beseir says he is Chayev, because it's as if he wrote the entire word, since that is what he is referring to, and his intention is fulfilled. However, Vachom Pretrin, Vachom say he is exempt, because at the end of the day he only wrote one letter, and it's all very nice that you can ref- infer from that what he means, but he didn't write two letters, and therefore he cannot be chayev according to the Chachomim. Now we learned in the seventh period that if somebody does one malacha many different times, but he always thinks that it's actually permitted, and then let's say after doing it ten times, he realizes, Oyve, it's Shabbos. In such a scenario, he'll only be chayev one korban chatos, since it was all done behelem echad. In one period of being by mistake, of not realizing, there's only one Shgoga and one Avera. And to explain it a bit further, one becomes obligated to bring the Korban Chatos, not when he does the Avera, not when he, let's say, writes the letters, because he doesn't yet know that he did an Avera. Rather, when he realizes, when he remembers it's Shabbos, or when he learns that it was forbidden what he did, then the obligation to bring a carbon begins. Now what happens, says the Mishnah, one who writes two letters in two different periods of Helem, of not realizing that what he is doing is forbidden. So let's say he didn't realize it was Shabbos and wrote one letter, then he remembered it's Shabbos, and then an hour later, he forgot again. And he wrote the second letter, Achas Shachris, once in the morning, then he remembered, and then he forgot again, Vachas bin Harbayim, and he wrote the second letter in the afternoon. Says the Mishnah, Roman Gamliel, Machayev. Roman Gamliel holds that he is Chayev, since he wrote two letters. Both letters were written when it was by mistake. And even though he remembered in the middle, that doesn't divide the two letters into two different Malachas each one of which is not sufficient to make him chayev. Rather, it's all considered like one period of Helem. It's as if he didn't remember at all. And the reason for this is because the whole significance of realizing that it's Shabbos is when you realize that that what you did before made you chayev. But over here, what he did before he remembered doesn't make him chayev because he only wrote one letter. So it's not considered to be a real remembrance. However, the Chachom Pritchum, the Chachom say that he is Potter, because since he remembered in the middle, that breaks up the two letters. It's considered like two separate periods of Helem, and as such, they cannot combine, so it's like he wrote one letter and just did that twice, and therefore he is exempt according to the Chachomim.